Hey, welcome back to the channel. My name is Seam Lund and in this video we're going to rank the best longevity supplements. So I'll be using the tier maker software to just you know, rank these different kinds of molecules or supplements um, for the purpose of yeah, you know, anti-aging and uh, longevity. Make sure you click a like and subscribe as well for future videos about optimizing your health and performance. Do it! Alright, this is the list. We'll just you know, start from this. Uh, maybe... Alright, so this is the list. We'll start from maybe one of the more known ones, sulforaphane. Um, well, sulforaphane it doesn't ha it hasn't been had to have any like life extension effects even in like rodent studies if i'm not mistaken uh it only has had like some benefits in terms of um improving uh just health markers and oxidative stress markers which can in turn affect aging so you know with aging you see an increase in oxidative stress you see an adult regulation of the antioxidant defense systems and sulforaphane basically doesn't act as an antioxidant itself, but it you know stimulates these antioxidant defenses in the body, like NRF2, which then leads to glutathione and things like that. And it has been found to be um, protective, neuroprotective, and uh, basically in humans especially as well. So it does have some good clinical human evidence that it is beneficial, uh, but it's not like an actual anti-aging supplement, in my opinion. It's more of like a yeah, like a I mean, it's going to modulate like, yeah, DNA damage and uh, oxidative stress and those kind of things and inflammation. So I do think that um, we'll see how these lists develop as it goes on. But at the moment, I'll just put it into good. So it's not the god tier, <laughs> uh, but I think it's pretty good. I don't take a sulfuric supplement regularly, uh, but I do consume like sulfuric foods like broccoli sprouts and uh, cruciferous vegetables uh, quite regularly. So I do think like an everyday consumption level, just eating those sulfuric foods is good and... Uh, Maybe taking a sulforaphane supplement isn't always necessary. Maybe in like some periodic or some infrequent uh, cases, it can be the case. Uh, next, let's take melatonin. So melatonin is, uh, I do think, is one of the most important longevity hormones. Uh, it regulates, yeah, autology, apoptosis, um, growth hormone, uh, cholesterol regulation, and uh, just longevity pathways itself nad recycling is uh, kind of linked to melatonin levels, and you do see like a drop in melatonin with age. Um, I think the melatonin is important as a hormone. As a hormone, it's got here. It, I think it's one of the most important hormones. Uh, as a supplement, I would also put it into uh, good here because of the same reasons. Like it, um, it is a, like longevity hormone, and as a supplement, it can also be used to like help with the immune system and uh, things like that. But I don't think that it it shouldn't be in the gut here because of that because it hasn't had like any actual life extension effects in studies. Next, we'll take, um, let's take metformin. So metformin, that has been found to have uh, longevity benefits in humans, actually, as well. Clinical trials show that people, or let's say even diabetics who take metformin, then they live longer. And sometimes they can even live longer than people who don't take metformin and don't have diabetes. So, um, so it is quite intriguing in that sense. Uh, but it does have like some negative side effects as well. Mm, it can certainly like blunt exercise adaptations. It can like reduce your cardiovascular fitness and uh, those kind of things. Uh, it does have like good effects in terms of blood sugar regulation, lowering lipids, inflammation even. So I do think it's yeah as a like a drug. It's pretty powerful. It's pretty one of the yeah. It's probably one of the god tier actual longevity supplements that can actually like extend lifespan in humans even. Uh, but because of the negative side effects, I don't think that it's kind of worth it. Uh, I don't take metformin. Um, I don't think that most people don't need to take it. Uh, if you're doing everything right, then you don't need to basically suppress your blood sugar and insulin that much. And because of the negative side effects, it can be actually be you know, harmful in excess. Uh, at least, yeah, like you wouldn't want to be taking it all the time. I will put, I'll, maybe I'll yeah, just put into 
from a life extension effect, I do think it's got here because it does appear to link increase lifespan even like to like eighteen percent or something in humans, or reduce mortality by eighteen um, percent. So it, so it doesn't like make you live longer, but it does <laughs> reduce uh, these uh, comorbidities and um, basically uh, risk of mortality goes down when you do take it. But I, I don't think that you know most people don't really want to don't really need to take it or want to take it. A resveratrol, very like controversial supplement, uh, basically thought to increase sirtuins and uh, be beneficial for as a calorie restriction mimetic. But yeah, I think there isn't any like evidence to actually prove it. <laughs> There's no human studies that show that it does so, and even the uh, animal models are somewhat, um, let's say, not conclusive and definitely not actually showing that it works. So I'll actually put it into shit here as kind of an overrated <laughs> supplement in my opinion. And it also like uh, suppresses exercise adaptations uh, quite uh, effectively. So yeah, it reduces your fitness and doesn't actually do anything almost to uh, extend your, uh, let's say, health span or longevity, in my opinion, at least. Um, if you had like some just extra money and then taking it, I don't, you know, why not? But uh, because of the exercise blunting effects, it can also be harmful in that sense. Well, I don't really take resveratrol at the moment. I may take it like maybe, I don't know, once a week per year in total uh, for some reason. Um, fish oil, also somewhat controversial. There is, yeah, epidemiology study finds higher fish oil con or let's say high fish consumption is quite good in terms of preventing cardiovascular disease and increasing longevity. Not sure, sure about fish oil itself. Uh, obviously it depends on the quality, but even if it's like, if, if I'm not mistaken, then even if it's like, you know, bad fish oil, if it's, even if it's not high quality fish oil, then even then the epidemiology studies find that even then those people are healthier and they live longer. Um, so yeah, obviously the, the omega-3s uh, do have like a quite profound protective effect. Um, I personally don't, uh, I do take actually uh, some fish oil, but uh, not every day I do try to eat fish. Uh, I do get like a high quality fish oil supplement uh, as well, uh, which isn't like rancid and it's actually uh, basically yeah, protected. So you want to get like, you know, dark bottles and um, preferably with astaxanthin, that's a good combo with that to protect the oxidation. Uh, what I will put it into, I'll put it into good. I think it's, you know, good uh, in that sense because of the epidemiology studies that find a link between just fish and uh, longevity, fish consumption. Um, rapamycin, similar to metformin, Rapamycin is considered actually yeah the best known let's say anti-aging supplement or life extension supplement. In some other animal models, it can extend lifespan quite significantly, even like seventy percent. In uh, nematodes, there's no like uh, I haven't seen like any huge human studies, but it uh, in humans it does improve like all these comorbidities as well, like uh, blood sugar and diabetes and cardiovascular disease and cancer. So it basically inhibits mTOR. Uh, which uh, then uh, suppresses growth factors and uh, slows down immunosenescence, but it's also like an immunosuppressant, so it suppresses your immune system. <laughs> uh, so that's why it's used for like uh, organ transplant donors um, to uh, accept the new uh, uh, organ. But yeah, like I think people may take it too far when they consume it as a, like an anti-aging supplement. Uh, some people may take it like every every week. Uh, I wouldn't certainly do that because you do also need mTOR for you know other things. And uh, constant mTOR suppression can uh, result in things like, you know, insulin resistance or uh, immunodeficiencies and things like that. Uh, so um, 
as a as a yeah like as a life extension supplement than it is god tier because actually it's the number one god tier supplement because it, it extends lifespan the most in like animal studies it extends up to 70 percent which is very similar to calorie restriction um and calorie restriction can increase uh, lifespan of uh, fruit flies or nematodes by up to 83 percent um so it's very close it's the most powerful like calorie restriction mimetic and uh, longevity supplement but again i'm not taking it <laughs> i don't think that you should take it uh, either maybe except in a few rare cases but it's very interesting it could potentially have the biggest potential in terms of extending human lifespan but then again you look at the why does it work it works by suppressing mTOR so uh, obviously there's other ways to suppress mTOR as well within the fasting and time restricted eating so you don't need to take rapamycin if you're already doing some sort of let's say extended fasts or uh, whatnot creatine so creatine thought to be muscle building supplement but a lot of longevity benefits like it uh, protects the brain uh, improves memory, slows down neurodegeneration, improves motor control in Huntington's disease, and um, yeah, has like slows down sarcopenia, which is very crucial. I do think creatine, from a cost cost perspective, it's gotta be I think actually yeah, god tier. So I think like everyone should take creatine almost, <laughs> um, especially like older people. It's gonna prevent the muscle loss. It's gonna imp improve your bone density. It's gonna improve your brain function. It improves. Um, heart health so yeah it's very increased energy mitochondrial function so yeah i think creatine is not one of the best supplements it's very cheap and uh, very easily available as well i think it's yeah everyone should take creatine <laughs> almost uh curcumin okay similar to sulforaphane kind of uh, antioxidant and uh in terms of nrf2 and glutathione protects against EN damage but uh there isn't any like life extension effects on curcumin i'll put it into okay I don't take a curcumin supplement. I do have it. I do consume it maybe like maybe once a week or something. But on other days, I'll just eat curcumin or turmeric or curry, whatever it is, like uh, on my food. I think that's much better, easier way to go about it. Um, because, uh, yeah, epidemiology studies find that the, uh, the curcumin can be beneficial for some, some like cardiovascular disease risk factors. And um, it can also like chelate iron, which is great if you're eating like a very high, high iron uh, diet. So I do consume it, uh, but again, like the similar, it suppresses mTOR, or not, maybe it doesn't suppress mTOR the same way as rapamycin, but it does turn AMPK, which is like this ketotic longevity pathway, and uh, it's not inducive of muscle growth. So you need to be careful when you take it, basically, uh, or when you consume uh, these uh, curry or whatever. Um, NAC, I like NAC, helps with glutathione and has liver protective effects, but it doesn't have like any like life extension effects it doesn't increase your lifespan probably i haven't seen any life extension studies on uh, even animals but also put it into okay um nmn so one of the nad boosters um the amount of clinical trials human trials in nmn is very limited it is appears to be safe it uh, does raise NAD levels nad is crucial for longevity it can help you to get your NAD levels back into baseline for sure and even like keep you, let's say, youthful with many things. Uh, it helps to protect the skin against UV radiation. Um, I do consume NMN. I do think it's, I would say, mm -mm. yeah, it depends on what your age is. If you're like in your 60s, then NMN is got here. I think if you're in your 20s, then it's good tier. Um, yeah, let's, let's go with that. Same with NR, nicotinoid riboside. It's got a very similar molecules, just work. 
in like different steps <coughs> basically nr gets converted to nmn before it gets into nle whereas nmn is already in its nmn form before it ends up as nad uh, nam nicotinamide which is a form of uh, niacin that's also basically boosts uh, the um, nad recycling or salvage which is great and niacin as well actually i put Maybe niacin is the god tier here because it does boost NAD while at the same time helping with cholesterol and other things. So and it's very like researched. There's a lot of like uh, research about the benefits of niacin, whereas these are quite new yet still. Um, but all of them uh, raise NAD. Maybe NMN and NR raise more NAD than niacin, but niacin has like a current uh, more evidence to be um, effective. Quercetin. So of the first analytics here. Uh, well, quercetin is great because it uh, kills senescent cells, has immunomodulatory effects, um, and it also actually uh, inhibits CD38, which is this enzyme that uh, destroys NAD. So if you have high CD8, CD38, which is like inflammatory, then that lowers your NAD levels and makes you age faster, where, and uh, quercetin basically counteracts that. So uh, I think quercetin is pretty good. Um, but uh, it doesn't have any like life extension effects directly, so I'll put it into good, yeah. Probably um, maybe a fish oil even up here. I'll put it here. Uh, quercetin is good, yeah, because it inhibits uh, CD38, which then increases your energy levels. Uh, but it isn't like, and it kills off senescent cells as well, which is very important for the immune system and overall aging. Mm. But it doesn't have like a direct life extension uh, studies. Berberine, so the natural, let's say, form of metformin, almost. Uh, that is also a senolytic. That is also an APK activator that increases autophagy, the lowest blood sugar. It does almost everything as metformin, with the less side effects. It doesn't actually have like any any real side effects in my opinion. Um, but it doesn't extend lifespan as much as metformin, or there isn't any association between lifespan extension and berberine. So I'll put it into good. I think it berberine is good, but again, you don't want to be taking it every day, like maybe a few times a week only with your high carb meal or something like that. Apigenin is similar to quercetin because it is also inhibiting CD38 and has like some other antioxidant effects. So I'll put it into good. I like it. I take it, but I don't. Um, it doesn't directly improve like life lifespan. Glycine, I think, is got here because um, it um, has been shown to extend lifespan in rodents by up to like 40%. So um, yeah, and it mimics methionine restriction, which is um, beneficial if you're eating like a high protein diet. And uh, methionine restriction has been found to be quite good for um, anti-aging and uh, life extension. So uh, I consume glycine, it's one of my favorite supplements. I consume it every day. Uh, it has no side effects re really. Uh, and it also boosts glutathione, it helps with collagen uh, synthesis and um, many other things. R lowest blood sugar, helps with sleep. So I think, yeah, glycine is one of the best longevity supplements. Um, yeah, and, uh, and it does have like direct life extension effects as well, at least in uh, animal studies. TMG or trimethylglycine or betaine, similar to glycine, but <clears throat> there's no... Um, there's no similar life extension effects seen in uh, TMG, but I'll put it into 
let's say let's put it into do, 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 do. and it also lowers homocysteine mm, so we'll put it into somewhere here i think it's good yes vitamin k2 well personally i think it might the role of vitamin k2 is like got here like it's super important but and there is some association between uh, cardiovascular disease mortality and uh, vitamin k2 and incidence of uh, heart disease basically i think it's super important as a vitamin as a supplement um, there are some links to mortality but um, mm, yeah, I'll just keep it got here because I like it <laughs> and I think it's important, super important. And a lot of people aren't getting any K2 in their diet either. Cert uh, 6. So Cert 6 is a Cert 2 and 6 activator by Do Not Age, which I think is the only one that actually has Cert 2 and 6 activating uh, effects. So Cert um, uh, 6 uh, does have actually have been found to be increasing lifespan in animal organs, animal models. Um, obviously not in humans. There's no like lot of lot of lot of evidence. It is quite expensive because it's so new as a supplement. Uh, I do take it. I think it's important. Do I think that it's going to extend lifespan in humans? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I wouldn't think that it works more effectively as rapamycin or metformin. Um, I'll put it into okay. Because just because of the cost price, like I don't think that it's more effective than uh, like niacin or uh, creatine, for example. But it does have like a lot of benefits for longevity and anti-aging, as a as a as a, like a circadian regulator and NAD metabolism is also linked to that. Fisetin, another senolytic, similar to quercetin and epigenin, uh, but I'll put it in okay because there isn't as much let's say research about fisetin as, as there is about quercetin or epigenin but it is a senolytic and kills senescent cells glucosamine sulfate there was like some big study even like recently at this and several before where uh, glucosamine habitual glucosamine use is associated with uh, reduced mortality even like if i'm not mistaken like 18 percent um, but obviously there's like a lot of limitations to that i think Glucosamine, like the effects of glucosamine on osteoarthritis haven't been found to be that evident, uh, but it is an autophagy regulator, it increases autophagy, is an antioxidant. Uh, I do take it every day, I think, you know, it's a very, it's, you know, pretty cheap, it's a quick and easy win as well, it uh, should have some effect and there is some reasons to think that it does. So I'll put it into do, 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 do. Um, let's put this into okay yeah uh, coq10 I think is also okay um, it's like yeah helps with cardiovascular health helps with mitochondrial function but I don't think that the direct supplementation has been found to be actually that effective or there's just you no know, studies that show that it has like a huge effect on um, life extension or mortality so i don't think but i think do you think that is okay i do take it sometimes uh, but not every day uh, vitamin d3 is good i think it's good um, 
but as a, like a hormone again, then vitamin D3 is obviously got here because it's just so central to the immune system. Uh, as a supplement, it's like okay or good because um, I don't think that you get a lot of the, all the benefits from the supplement. You do actually need to get direct sunlight exposure. Uh, but as a hormone, I would put it into gut here because it's, you know, the master hormone, I think, uh, as I like to call. And, mag and magnesium as well. Uh, magnesium is master mineral. It regulates basically all the other minerals uh, to a certain extent. And uh, yeah, aspirin, there's NSAIDs. There are some life extension effects in studies, in animal studies. And uh, some epidemiology also finds that it is reduced, has been found to reduce some mortality. But there are also like some side effects like increased uh, blood or bleeding, internal bleeding or whatever. <laughs> so I, I don't think that it's good to take it all the time, especially if you don't have actually any high inflammation or anything. So I'll put it in the bad because it does have clear, clear evidence that it has, you know, longevity effects. But um, compared to resveratrol, that doesn't actually have any human effects that it increases longevity. <laughs> so that's why it's still bad, but it has like some negative side effects. And lastly, calcium alpha ketoglutarate. Uh, which uh, actually the recent, you know, 2021, uh, a few months ago, there was a study that found it uh, reduced biological age by eight years if you consumed calcium alpha ketoglutarate for seven months, <laughs> which is like a huge, from that perspective, then it's like, whoa, that's like the most powerful longevity supplement there ever is, like the most biggest, one of the biggest effects we've ever seen for in humans, actually, like a good study. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's other factors but probably also contributed to that, but maybe like just exercising and, you know, watching their diet, those people probably went on some improvements. Uh, in at mice, the calcium alpha ketoglutarate can extend lifespan up to like 40%. So I do think that it's good. I think it has like uh, some benefits for longevity and anti-aging. So I'll put it into goof. I do take it uh, almost every day. Uh, it also suppresses mTOR. Uh, so in that sense, you don't want to be taking it around exercise. So there's mechanistic and uh, epidemiologist, like not epidemiology, but mechanistic reasons to uh, think that it has a positive effect and uh, animal studies find it and uh, human studies actually also find that it does appear to improve, let's say, uh, biomarkers of just uh, aging and longevity. If you want to try one of these uh, supplements, then uh, head over to donotage.org and check out their, they have all these uh, NMN, NAD boosters, sulforaphane, sulfora boost, quercetin, calcium alpha glutarate, TMG, epigenin, spermidine, uh, which I forgot to put in the list. Uh, but uh, yeah, these are the, you know, supplements that they all provide and you can use the code SEAM for a 10% discount. Other than that, thanks for watching this video. Make sure to click like, subscribe, notification bell as well. My name is Seam. Stay optimized, stay empowered.